comic. Why so serious? What? I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger mission. Logic. Dance off, bro! Me and you! Comic. What? Logic. Logan. What did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain. Hey everybody, welcome to Comic Book Logic. I am your host Joe, and with me is my co-host Kevin. Hey. And today we're talking a spoilerific brand new review of the 2017 movie Logan. It was two hours and 17 minutes. <sighs> that's a very long time to to. That's, that's a lot of grunts. It's a lot of grunts, grunts and it's a and lot sighs. of like slow shots of Wolverine's terrible looking skin <laughs> and dealing with Professor X's incontinence. <laughs> and just like lots of other stuff that I could. Re- <laughs> Hugh like, Jackman groaning every time he gets up <laughs> off a couch, sits down on a couch. It's like, why is everything so dusty? <laughs> What's going on? Stop being so dusty. I mean, they're like, what, what are they? In, oh, they're in El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're apparently good salsas made. Right. In the old El Paso. Joe, we're going to start this podcast like we start every podcast. <laughs> okay, good. What do you know about the 1953 movie Shane? <laughs> Come back, Shane! Come back! <laughs> I know they parodied it in an episode of the 1966 Batman. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I know it's one of Al Bundy's favorite movies. There you go. Um, and I know it was inspiration for... Was James Mangold is the director? Mm-hmm. It was one of his inspirations for making this movie, The Wolverine. It sure was. Actually, uh, it's called Logan. Oh, yeah, sorry. Not the Wolverine, which he also The made. Logan. <laughs> the Logan-ween. Uh, so, Kevin, what did you know about the character Wolverine? This is our first X-Men movie that That's we've done. very... Well, no. Didn't we do... Oh, we did we Apocalypse. Did, we yeah. did Apocalypse, yeah. But this yeah. is our first... Like, uh, real pretty movie? Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> better than that movie. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse wasn't really a movie. It was an attempt at a movie. It was a very long commercial for something. Honda. I don't know. Geico? <laughs> Geico. Man. Yes, what, did, what did you know about... I know that Apocalypse is trying to destroy the Earth, but we could all save 50% of our car insurance by switching to Geico. Is he running for president? Um, the Yeah, what did you know about... What Wolf- did I know about Wolverine? Yeah. Well, I the know Wolverine. the... Uh, obviously, the claws. I know the Nick chomping on a cigar. Uh, I know the he says bub. He calls people bub. bub. It's, that's his thing. I know everything I knew about Wolverine going into any of these movies uh, from the X Men cartoon. Nice. I, you could see like someone walking in next to Wolverine and then calling someone like that person calls him Bub, and Wolverine punches him. He's like, "That's my, that's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. You stole my bit. You stole my bit." Um, no, Wolverine, aka or not aka James Howlett, aka Wolverine, was a character that first appeared in uh, the Incredible Hulk 180 from 1974. Um, in in the background, and they were like, "Ooh, who's this character?" Then 181, he shows up, and he's like, "Ah, it's the Wolverine." <laughs> And him and the Hulk team up to fight the, the Wendigo. In the background. Yeah. He's like shopping. <laughs> like, who's that in the background? Buying this panel. He's buying some craft buying family dinner. Cantaloupe. <laughs> Thumping it with his claw. 
Sounds ripe. Um, of course, he was a mysterious character, uh, often takes part with the X- Adventures with the X-Men. He was uh, part of the, the new X-Men team that debuted in giant-sized X-Men number one when Professor X you know, got, got a whole new team together to rescue the original X-Men from the living island of Krakatoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was, he's often a member of the X-Men uh, and well, other teams such as Alpha Flight. Um, he's a hard-drinking, cigar-smoking, uh, adamantium-filled superhero. He can mm-hmm. regenerate. He's got claws that are covered in the m- m- mysterious metal of adamantium. Mm-hmm. Loves the music of Adam and... No, no Big one fan. does, Kevin. You're the only one. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> you come and Paul on. Rudd, apparently. <laughs> He's also uh, involved deep within the mythos of the X-Men. Um, he got his powers through the Weapon X program when uh, he's had his animantium pulled from his body by Magneto at some points where you find out he yes. had bone claws. Bone claws. Bone claws. You find that out in Wolverine number 75. I believe that was in the 1990. 1990- Three? I don't know. I, I bought it. It had a hologram on the cover. Ooh. Yeah. He had it pulled out in X-Men number 25 at that time. Uh, what else can I talk about with, with the Wolverine? <laughs> I, I I know lots about the Wolverine. I read plenty of it. He went to Japan and fought with ninjas for a while. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Everyone does it eventually. Um, and he also I'm has. Doing it next Thursday. He's been killed off numerous times by sure. numerous people, numerous ways. Star of the miniseries Old Man Logan, where he travels across the American Southwest fighting against inbred members of the Banner family, the inbred Hulks. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, he recently encased in carbonite and killed in the Marvel Universe. Oh. And he was cloned. And uh, his clone is named X-23, and it's a little girl who's now currently the Wolverine of the Marvel Universe. Nice. Hello. You know, you got to pay for that, right? Hey, come on. Not okay. I hurt myself today standing up off the couch. (laughs) (laughs) The year is 2029, Uh and we have learned that watching a movie about dystopia (laughs) is not really fun when you're living in a dystopia. (laughs) President Trump has made America great again. (laughs) He built that wall. As you can see. Like how damn dusty everything is. <laughs> so dusty. Everything's filthy. Yeah, it's um we we find Wolverine uh sleeping in a limo. He's a limo driver. Mm-hmm. He's the transporter. <laughs> right. Um in a in a bunch of Mexican ne'er do wells, some some bad hombres some bad hombres are trying to steal his hubcaps. Yeah. And he and, says, Oh, you can't do that. And he he gets his claws out and he kills him. Yep. Kills them. <laughs> kills them real good. He says the F word, yeah. and then he kills them when you see their blood. And that's how you know, within this ain't your daddy's Wolverine. Within the first 15 seconds of the movie. This ain't your daddy's Wolverine. <laughs> no. <coughs> ain't your mama's X-Men. So, yeah, we, we find out that Wolverine has, has killed these these Mexican uh, gangsters. 
Yeah. We don't even know if they're Mexican. We just know they're Hispanic. Yeah, they say Spanish things to yeah. them. We, should, is, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't stereotype Which it's like Texas. That. I yeah. mean, that's kind of a, a thing yeah. that happens. Yeah. But yeah. Some Texas thugs. So he does that, and then he goes and he drives around and <laughs> does his job. <laughs> Bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, what have yeah. you. And then he he goes back to his uh back to his his sort of weird shed <laughs> yeah. that he lives in and he's got like a weird Yeah, he's uh, got he's got he's he's living with a with another mutant named Calban, played by Stephen Merchant. Merchant, sure. Um and Professor X is living in an upturned water thing. Yeah, just in squalor. Yeah, in squalor. Don't really know why. Nope. Um, it's kind of a, that alluded to that Professor X is is a little off his uh, medication. Yeah, he's not doing well. You no, know, he has like a degenerative disease, mm-hmm. and he has the most brain disease. He's got the most powerful brain on the planet. Yeah, and he's he's, he's having these these weird uh, uh, tremors, seizures, seizures, they call them seizures, yeah. and they make everyone around him uh, go crazy. But yeah, paralyzed. But yeah, except for Wolverine can resist it, kind of, which just involves him moving slowly and grunting. <laughs> like, slower than he does in the rest of the movie. Oh, uh, this movie is so full of people just going, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Lots of it was filmed in my house. <laughs> no, that's, and Wolverine is 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 working his job. He's just the limo driver trying to make his way. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm just trying to drive this limo." <laughs> and so he's at a funeral, and a, a a Hispanic lady comes up, and he's like, and "He's like, Senor Wolverine, <laughs> Senor Wolverine." I'm not joking. That's literally what happens <laughs> in the movie. What she says, "It's." Uh, she's I don't in, think she's, uh, a she's a an scene. orange. She's an orange as the new black. Yeah, that actress. Oh, I don't is know her she? Name, though. Oh, okay. Um, and he's like, I ain't the Wolverine no more. And he <laughs> flicks a cigarette at her. Uh, and then he kills her. It's horribly <laughs> he bloody. Takes the, her head off. He says the F word and he kills her. I ain't the effing Wolverine anymore. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back at his squalor farm, uh, he's visited <laughs> by a guy with a robot hand named Reese. Yeah. And Reese is like, Hey, Wolverine. He's like, I hate the Wolverine no more. F word flicks a cigarette at him. And he's like, if you see this woman, she's got this girl, and this girl's important to us. Yeah, I'm clearly a villain. I'm clearly telling you the plot of this movie. I couldn't be any more of a villain if I had a hat with skulls on it. I couldn't be more of a villain if I had a neck tattoo of a skull. Not on the side of the neck. But the front of the neck on the Adam's Literally apple. on my throat. Yes. Because who does that? The old throat tattoo. Well, in 2029, it's going to be a big thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Which was a big thing in 2027. It's just that they don't... They have. Yeah, you can't get rid yeah, of it after it's just, a certain... Yeah, it starts to look silly after a while, but <laughs> it's what it is. After the next president, after President Trump has a neck tattoo... There won't be a that's, next president. No. <laughs> I was going to say, that's where we're heading as a nation. Uh, so, Wolverine is out... He's out doing this, and Professor X says, there's another one, because apparently there's no more mutants. All the mutants are gone. Right. The idea is that no more were born, and they're like, well, I guess that's the end of that. There hasn't been any mutants born since 2004. Yeah. Like, what happened in 2004? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Not a whole heck of a lot. No. NASCAR? Something with NASCAR, I'm assuming? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
So, yeah, there's no more mutants. And then Professor X is saying, like, there's a new mutant. He's like, there's no new mutant. There's a mutant. <laughs> You're a crazy old grandpa. <laughs> Nobody cares. And Caliban is his, is his like, what he's is like, it? like, I don't know, but I can't go outside. <laughs> he can't go outside. He's an albino. No, he's, he's, he's like his common law wife. And he's just like, <laughs> I have some complaints. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I don't want to fight. <laughs> but... You promise her stop drinking. <laughs> Wolverine's coughing like he's got consumption. Yeah, he's not doing well either. Uh, Everybody's just slowly dying. Yeah, he's he's literally Hugh Jackman acting as if he's dying or whatever it is. He he see he he's acting like he has the consumption, like he's going to die in a Charles Dickens novel. Is what yes. he's going to do. Right. The only thing that I kept waiting for the moment. Where he coughs into a handkerchief and then he looks at it and I don't, sees no, the spot. That was there. I don't Did think it happen? you saw Maybe that. I, went to the I think you may have. That was when they were in the hotel room. Um. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And I kept. It was waiting right after for the, the shame moment. part. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I probably just blacked out. <laughs> blacked out. Maybe I was coughing at my own blood. I don't know. Um. So while Wolverine is on the on the north side of the border doing his his limo gig. Uh, he gets a a job like an Uber job from from this <laughs> from this uh, Hispanic lady with the girl, uh, and she's like, "You have to come help us and take us to Dakota, North Dakota." He's like, "I don't want to go North Dakota." And she's like, "Here's too far, fifty thousand dollars," and he's like, "In two thousand twenty nine, no, it needs to be at least fifty nine million dollars." Yeah. Because Trump tanked our economy. This is barely enough to buy a loaf of bread. <laughs> so they they go to, uh, he goes, uh, eventually he goes to pick him up, uh, but it turns out that she's already been killed by yeah. the, the by Reese, the robot arm guy. Right. Who was like, if, if the, she gives you a call, you call me. Yeah. But the little girl kind of stowed away. away. She, she doesn't say anything. No. But she's stowed away, I guess, in his limo. She's mute, like every five-year-old girl on the planet. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter can't have a bowel movement without announcing it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> this little girl's going to be silent the entire time. Uh, yeah, she, she stows away, and so... Clearly has some powers. We don't know what they are yet. No. But she's clearly got some powers. She's clearly yeah. mutant. Yes. Um, and, and then from the all the guys, yeah. all the bad guys, kind of converge on, and they the all farm. have one robotic arm. Apparently, it's like yeah, it's that's... like a, it's like a gang initiation to get the robot arm. He refers to them as being enhanced, but it seems like I don't know. It's unclear that the robot arms do anything. Yeah, they're just robot arms. I notice that the fingers bend all the way back, which I mean, I guess could be helpful it'd i don't be, know i'm trying it, to it would find be a like scenario. if like one of the like one of the fingers like popped off and it was a pen underneath there yeah and that would use that that would be real practical right. yeah you're exactly. like where's my pen oh right it's my finger i have it and like the times. middle one the middle finger is like a flashlight yeah yeah kind of like a swiss army knife thing going on there with right. the hand swiss army that hand. would be really useful that's an enhancement <laughs> that's exactly i don't know it's unclear like to you me get what your these key guys... and your pinky I just pop Ooh, it off. You got a key. Yeah, a little hide a key. Yeah. Maybe. Not yeah. even a hide a key. It's just a key. Oh, just a key. Yeah. You don't have to hide it if it's on your body. That's true. Yeah. You have like a pen knife. Maybe a can opener. <laughs> bottle opener on there. All right. There's only five fingers. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, you could build it in. It doesn't have yeah. to be. You got knuckles. It can be practical. <laughs> exactly. What they should have had was claws. <laughs> yeah. 
because uh, they, they get killed by a lot of claws yeah. that, because they don't have them. Oh yeah, all the the little girl comes out and she's got claws. She fights them all and she's got claws in her yeah. feet too that you only see once and you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird just to put in re- really briefly. Like yeah, that didn't need to be in he there. He mentioned that and I thought it was weird uh, because I think I don't even notice. It, well, anything anytime anything's moving too fast on the screen for you, Kevin, it you tend not you, you're like. Ah, you uh, close your eyes and you you know, real tight and you're like, well, tell me when it's over. This is why I like <laughs> slow movies where people just sort of stand there in these long, unbroken ten minute shots. Like Manchester by the sea. <laughs> I don't like too much movement in my movies. <laughs> it's not like Die Hard. It's an action movie. Nobody moves. <laughs> It's like you're sitting next to the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, and you're like, uh, this is a great movie. No one's moving. And he's like, I don't see what's going on. <laughs> you're like, quiet, T-Rex. You should be extinct. Okay. <laughs> We're recording this very late at night. <laughs> we are. We just came from the movie. So eventually, so X-20, uh, Logan is convinced to take X, uh, the, the little girl, Laura, right? It's yeah, Laura. It's Laura. Because it's like Logan, except it's like Logina. I guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Professor X, and they they're, they go off and even drive away. And it's great because they do that that really classic Simpsons bit of like trying to outrun the train. Yeah. <laughs> they go like dun da 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 da, and they go around the train, and then they so they're on the other side of the train. You see the person looking from the other side. He's like <laughs> shakes his fist, shakes his robo his fist. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Ooh, you Wolverines. <laughs> meanwhile, Caliban has been captured by the Reavers, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he, he has g- mutant tracking powers. Yeah, which I fail to see how that's useful, especially when combined with an inability to go outside. Yeah, he could track him at night. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So they Wolverine and uh, all these and, and and Professor X and and. And Laura, they're all driving up. They, they go, go to on Oklahoma. an adorable Little Miss Sunshine esque road trip. <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine, the Americas. As I said, the worst remake of Rain Man I've ever seen. <laughs> you go to a casino, watch yep. Shane. Yeah, and in the casino, Charlie Babbitt, uh, Professor X has another one of his tremors or mm-hmm. his seizures, and it causes the entire hotel to kind of go, you know, paralyzed. Mm-hmm. While the Reavers are there trying to get him. So Wolverine is able to, in a slow motion sequence, like the exact opposite of the Quicksilver sequences, you know, where he's running all fast and oh, everyone yeah. else is stopped. This right. is Wolverine moving really slow while everyone else can't move. And I like how they're still, like, they can't move, but they're still aware. Yeah. So, like, they look at him and they're like, oh, oh. crap. <laughs> Where's that Wolverine? <laughs> oh, my skull. <laughs> Yeah, and so they're able to to rescue Professor X and sure. and and Laura that way. Yay! We get to see uh, self driving robo trucks. Yeah, uh, that's how you know it's not the future. Safe? No, not safe at all. They just sort of honk. <laughs> they're not even trained to stop. Like when there's a horse in the road. <laughs> yes, Eric LaSalle shows up weirdly in this movie <laughs> um, as a horse farmer. Yeah, whose whose horses are kind of. Spread it out across the highway, and Professor X helped. That would have been that would have been a great part of this movie is to see Professor X in the casino using his powers to like get them some money. Like, <laughs> oh, he wouldn't use. His I know, but it would have been like that way. Chuck, we need some cash. <laughs> and Professor X would have been like, 
stops the the roulette ball on like whatever and it's like Logan put one hundred dollars on red sixteen and it's like he does it and then it's like it hits on red sixteen and then they go and they buy their clothes and the dealer's like wait a second and then the X twenty three like pops the claws and it's like ah like that would have been fun I think it'd been a great little scene. It's not National Lampoon's <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Holiday road. <laughs> it was like a, it was a nice road trip, but they go to the uh, the farm, and th- th- throughout the entire road trip, we're learning more about uh, Laura's past. She's she was a clone that was designed to be a soldier. You know, they they took all these little kids and they raised them in Mexico to be these little soldiers because there's no more mutants, so they want to create their own mutants to be the soldiers. And it's in Mexico, and she's the only one of the students who has a Mexican accent, a Spanish <laughs> accent. All the other kids are like, hi, how's it going? <laughs> and she's all like, por favor, manténganse a las puertas. You're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. This makes no sense. And while they're at this horse farm, you know, it's a nice little family thing and everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we get to meet... Um, the evil doctor guy played by what's his name by, from, by Richard E. Grant. Rancher Richard E. Grant from Withnail and I. Yeah. Um, yes. And many other things since the eighties. No. But I like that that's the go to. That's always my go to with Richard E. Grant. <laughs> and he was also in um uh, Hudson Hawk. How about that? Hudson oh, Hawk's Richard E. Grant. That's where a he started decade with, more recent. <laughs> with Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> classic. <laughs> the classic Hudson Hawk. <laughs> I don't think it's underrated, but I think it's it's underestimated, mm. Hudson Hawk. Um, Richard E. Glant is saying that, well, the reason why the the Hispanic lady, she was a nurse, she escaped with Laura because they were going to kill all the kids because they created a better project than the X-23 project. It's the X-24 project. <laughs> right. Of course, next logical progression. Very clever. And at the horse farm, we find out what the X-24 project is. Yep. It's a full-on... Wolverine that looks like Lee Schreiber. <laughs> I know it was just Hugh Jackman with like hair dye in. Yeah, but it's really f- ironic how crazy much he looked like Lee Schreiber. I, I really thought for the first like two scenes, I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't know he was in this, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's is he? Is it Lee Schreiber's playing Hugh Jackman? No, it's just Hugh Jackman." Okay, <laughs> so yes, Hugh Jackman in a double role. Yes. As Wolverine and Wolverine 2. Yeah. <laughs> the Wolverine. <laughs> Colon. Logan. Origins. And of course, they, you know, they have a big fight in uh, the X-24. Everybody dies. Everybody, yeah, he X- kills everybody. He kills the bad guys, the bad sheriffs. Yeah. That was a weird scene. Yeah, it was like... It was like this weird aside where it well, was it's, like... It's like, hey, as long as we're making terrible... Uh, as long as we're making jabs at the dystopia that Trump is going to create, <laughs> let's also take a jab at Monsanto, too. Right. They're like they're making corn syrup, and yeah. it's ruining our lives. <laughs> And the world. <laughs> Humanity as we know it. And then X-24 stabs him in the heart. Right. <laughs> and also, he, he more importantly, he kills Professor X, is, is what he does. He does. Yes. And we think it's him for a second, and so it's this big reveal. Yeah. Well, uh, I knew it wasn't him. Because, yeah, you knew. Because he's like, oh, he's not saying anything. That This is this is a bad guy. This yeah. Is, but then I was like, oh, it's a Wolverine bad guy. There you this, go. What a twist. <laughs> That is like, and Professor X is like, wait a second, you're not Logan. 
And the winner is at La La Land. <laughs> Moonlight. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> Folks, this is not a joke. <laughs> this is not a Logan joke. Logan is Moonlight. Logan <laughs> is Moonlight. <laughs> yes, and then, uh, yeah, you know, Eric LaSalle manages to pin X-24 with his car and shoot him with the shotgun and everything like yeah. that. Uh, and, of course, at this point... It's, the actual Logan is so like beat up and everything. All he's doing is this, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> trying to drive to North Dakota. Right. So it's. I mean, he has healing powers. Obviously, that's been his whole thing. Is that he's yeah. like he heals, he's indestructible, <laughs> and then now because he's old, yeah, that's like stopped it working. Doesn't work anymore. Which is, I mean, accurate. I mean, that's gonna be your prostate, Kevin. Let's just be fair. Yeah. You used to be able to work. Now <laughs> it don't work. Is just, it because I'm old? It just wears out. It all just wears out. <laughs> exactly. It's just a metaphor for getting old. This, some, this, movie where, this movie where Wolverine gets old is a metaphor for getting old. <laughs> at some point, his claws come out with their limp. He's like, oh. well, one of them. One of them gets like short; it won't come out all the way, and he's got to pull it out. Remember? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that doesn't look healthy. Yeah. So he drives to, to North Dakota, and he actually, well, the entire time he's, he's <laughs> so the little girl drives to North yeah. Dakota. He says it's a two day <clears throat> drive, and then she just gets there. Yeah. Well, he's he thinks that the, the North Dakota thing is is fake because it's in a comic book. Yeah. So. I guess maybe we could talk about that later, but this is the world where the X-Men comics and toys exist. Yes. Just based on, because they're famous. Yeah. Right? That's so, that's essentially what it is, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I get it, because that's the Avengers have started doing that, too. Yeah. The MCU has comic books. Yes. So the they get there and they find out all the kids are still there and the kids are gonna go the kids are gonna go to Canada. It's freedom in Justin Trudeau's Canada. Yep. Yes. They're like, come to Canada. You have to learn French, but it is okay because you are in Canada. French Canada. The poutine has healing powers. (laughs) Squeaky cheese curds. They have to be squeaky. It's true. Well, how do you classify a cheese curd as squeaky? I do not know. I am Canadian, French Canadian nerd. Merit. Tabernak. This is a multilingual cast for me. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Spanish and French. When the, when the sun I... goes down, yeah. we start speaking in tongues. So, of, yeah. The, and so the kids are, are trying to trek across Canada. Yeah. And then, and then all the Richard E. Come. Grant and all of his bad guys are like, dun da 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 they're tra- chasing after they're these coming. kids. Yeah. And uh, all these guys are very clearly just, they're in it and they love it. Because, like, they're very clearly the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Like, they're gunning down children. I mean, this is, they are eating this up. They yeah. are just like, we are the baddies. And it is super fun. Yeah, it's like, I didn't cut off my arm to get this robot arm for to not kill children. <laughs> right. I signed up to kill children. In fact, I used the pen that's in my pointer finger in my robot hand to sign the contract that specifically said I could kill children. Yeah. Yeah. And so Wolverine, seeing this happening, wheezes through the forest. Luckily, he has a bottle of green super goo yeah. that causes him to go all crazy. 
They say for four and a half minutes <laughs> is basically how long it was. And they're like, you took it all. Oh, you dumb dumb. <laughs> you dumb dumb. So he goes out and he he's killing all these guys. He kills like three guys before he starts panting again. Yeah. Uh, they release X-24 again, and they're like, oh, no, it's X-24, and he's, you know, they're fighting, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. X-23 is going crazy and stabbing him like, multiple times, everything like that. Luckily, Wolverine's been holding on to an adamantium bullet this entire time. <laughs> right. Literally, you know, Wolverine's bullet. That's, like, you know, Chekhov's gun of the, of the X-Men universe. Yeah. And he's, go- he's going to use it to kill himself, because it's the only thing that would, that would kill him. Aside from life. <laughs> right. Like if he just waited a little bit longer, you never have to worry about that. Yeah. And X-23 uses the bullet and blows the head off of X-24. But not before yeah. he kills. <laughs> before Wolverine gets rooted to the ground quite literally. Yeah. Gets- X-1, I guess. <laughs> okay. The X-1. Yeah. Wolverine gets picked up and stabbed onto a tree by X-24. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. It's like, he's like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I've done it all before. I've done it all. <laughs> Tears lost in a rain. Mm. <laughs> I've seen sea beams glitter off the Danhauser gates. <laughs> lost like tears in the rain. Nothing will beat Roy Batty's death when it comes to sci-fi. Um, he's buried. X-23 gives him the, the Shane uh, funeral speech. Right. <laughs> And none of the kids understand, because they're like, we've never seen that movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Every kid in the theater who's watching this movie is like, I don't get this reference, because I've never seen that movie. It's true. It's, I don't think I've ever actually watched Shane all the way through. Well, you saw the best parts. Yeah, I saw, I saw I've probably seen Hondo more times than I've seen Shane. <laughs> but anyway, at the end, she does hold his hand and call him daddy, and he's like, this is what it feels like. When, when doves, doves cry. <laughs> and then she takes him to the healing waters of Lake Minnetonka, and it's he comes back out in a purple suit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kid. He dies. He's dead, though. And, and then they go to Canada for a better life. There's a man going round taking names And he decides who to free and who to blame Everybody won't be treated all the same There'll be a golden ladder reaching down When the man comes around all right, so production notes. So after the 2013 movie, The Wolverine, which wasn't a total failure, but it wasn't like a super success for like they were hoping, um, did did definitely better than the X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm, that's the one I saw. That one's... It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like... Okay, it wasn't great. Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet, yeah. but I, I seem to recall it was pretty terrible. There was a lot of terrible things about it. There was some there was some redeeming no. qualities about it. It was all the stuff in between the opening and closing credits. <laughs> all the stuff. Obviously the worst part. <laughs> um anyway, so after 2013 James Mangold who directed The Wolverine as well as Hugh Jackman in the movie Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Yes. It's the great time-traveling epic movie, <laughs> Kate and Leopold. Uh-huh. Um, 
got to, I mean, was tapped on to write a third Wolverine project. There wasn't really an idea of what they were going to do. the The story is is that uh, Hugh Jackman, while doing press for the movie Chappie, uh, yeah. came across the idea of doing a a kind of like a Wolverine version of the movie Shane. It is that's what they were saying. Shane was like the inspiration for it. You right. know this this last ride of a of a of a hero going through, and uh, so they they wrote kind of they kind of built the movie around that. I know that there was some ideas of the of Old Man Logan, but Old Man Logan has absolutely nothing to do with what this movie was at all. If you ever read ah. Old Man Logan, you'd be like, this is not a thing. This this should not be. Mark Millar, stop writing terrible comics like this. This was a uh, Patrick Stewart was brought on board as as actually a supporting character because he had appeared in the previous two Wolverine movies as cameos, but now he was actually brought on as a full fledged character, and this is also going to be his last time taking on the role of Professor X. Supposedly, 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 yes. Also, um. Leif Schreiber was supposed to come back as Sabretooth in this movie, but uh-huh. um, his, uh, his He's part- busy doing Ray Donovan. <laughs> Ray Donovan. <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta... Wait, hold on a second. Manchester... Ray Donovan. <laughs> there you go. I have to do Manchester by the Sea in order to get my Boston accent back. Exactly. Ray Donovan. Lego Ray Donovan. <laughs> Lego Ray Donovan. <laughs> I love... My favorite thing about Ray Donovan is the fact that there are like people who are really obsessed with Ray Donovan. They yeah. love Ray Donovan and everything having to do with Ray Donovan. And I just don't get it. I've never seen it. I don't I don't feel like I need to. Um another thing with this movie is so supposedly the uh movie was got its R rating because of how well Deadpool did. Mm-hmm. However, James Mangold says it was always kind of the plan to have an R rating for it. They were just kind of hoping that they would get it. And because Daredevil did well, uh, Daredevil, Deadpool did well, <laughs> right. uh, Fox let them get and have the R rating. So yeah. it's kind they of said, a thing. go for it. Yes. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Thanks, Ray Donovan. Go for it. Get those Ray Donovan figures. <laughs> Get those, if you could bring in Ray Donovan numbers. <laughs> no, and already the movie's already opened at number one. Um, it had a Friday release uh, total opening of $33 million. Not terrible. No. Um, you know, no, I think it'll do well. I'm, I'm sure it's, 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 it's opening weekend. It's doing fairly well on Rotten Tomatoes. It has mm-hmm. like over, is it over 90%? Uh, I don't know. The Metacritic score is 77 right now, though. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I just have IMDb open. <laughs> they don't give you Rotten Tomatoes. They give you no, that. they don't give you the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, uh, but yeah, the reviews are, are, are pretty good. Yeah, the re- uh, which is pretty pretty surprising. And I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking it. I've, I've said before that I think I thought this movie was going to be terrible. But it, surprisingly, it, it did surprise me. It, it was not as terrible as I... As I thought it would be um but i think that's a good way to place to start off with this um so kevin where do we where do we start with logan um i think the... oh, wait hold on a second 93 percent around to me there you go i mean that could change but probably yeah. not much probably won't change much at this point now that it's open so um i i really liked the way this movie looked yes um uh, there's a lot to really like i i don't really think of mangold as like a you know, a, 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 
a, a technical director, certainly. No. I mean, he, he strikes me as one of those sort of... You want dust in your movie? You get yeah. James Mangold. <laughs> kind of a, a, a workhorse, you know. Yeah. Um, gets the job done. You bring him in, gets the job done. He likes yeah. Westerns. He likes Johnny Cash, apparently. Yes. He's done a bit with that before. So He's done a Western, and he's done a Johnny Cash movie. And now he smooshes them together. Now he smooshes them together, and here we are. (laughs) You got chocolate my peanut butter. You got Johnny Cash in my Western. (laughs) It's not really that unusual, I guess. (laughs) You're going to do a Western now, you pretty much have to have some Johnny Cash or something. I want some Yodel and Hank Williams. That's what I want. Yeah. There you go. Except that movie did not do as well. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, I like how it looked. I think the the plot was maybe... um, Wafer thin? Well, it is yeah. just wafer thin, sir. And, and so, again, I mean, our, our thoughts aren't going to be too, you know, we literally just came from the movie. Yeah. Um, our thoughts aren't going to be all that collected. I'm not gonna, we're not going to probably say anything too brilliant. You might. I don't know. You might stew. You might be <laughs> stewing on this already. But A, a little bit. I got, I got a couple things. Um, one is that I really, really, really absolutely like the performance of Patrick Stewart in this movie. Yeah, he was doing stuff with Professor X that we have never seen in an X Men movie before, um, and we almost don't deserve the performance of Professor X this way <laughs> because we we've never actually seen Professor X. Or this is the same thing with Wolverine as well. I think Hugh Jackman did really well with with the character, even though he was just angry and didn't want to do anything throughout the entire movie. Um, but we don't deserve kind of these performances on these characters because we haven't had it before. We've never got Professor X where he's where he's showing this much emotion. He's always just like right, the guy so in the chair. Yeah, who's right. always like, Scott, go shoot eye <laughs> beams at this guy. It's like, sure right. thing, Professor. We're <laughs> going to save the world today. Yeah. <laughs> All the forces of good. I mean, and... You know, they they talk about how his seizures were, like, the cause of something that killed off the X-Men. They kind of allude to that in a radio thing that they're talking. They say say the incident at the Oklahoma uh, City Casino is very similar to the Westchester incident where, you know, hundreds of people were injured and seven members of the... And then they cut off. So it kind of Uh, makes you think, like, oh, maybe he killed off the X-Men, which is part of the reason. I mean, I'm not 100% sure on that, but that's what I was kind of... I, I noticed when I was watching it, and so you get this the the backstory of why he's so vulnerable, why he's degenerating, and you it's almost like you feel like where was this in any of the other twelve hundred of these movies there was right you know I I want this Professor X I want this you know this vulnerable person I don't I don't need you know Jean Luc Picard in the in a wheelchair I want someone I want some acting and you finally get that. Where you feel almost, you feel like terribly sorry for him at the end when he's at Eric LaSalle's house eating dinner and he's like, this was a really nice night. You know, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. He just got like dinner and you get to talk to people. Yeah. He wasn't heavily medicated. (laughs) You didn't have to talk to Stephen Merchant. (laughs) Oh, right. And and it was, um, I think some of the the political allegory of this movie was a little much. Yeah, I mean, I think that was part of the stuff with the plot that was that I struggled with. I think where it was a very straightforward plot, this the the core of the story, but there were all these weird asides 
that I these moments that I don't know. I think they were supposed to really just build the world. I don't yeah. think that they were necessary, and I don't know that they improved. Yeah. Anything like I, just the stuff of like where they have to show like the border crossings and then, uh, you know, the the, the whole thing with them all the whole Monsanto thing. Yeah. With, like, the sheriff. And then he comes to the house and it was like, I had no idea why that was there. Well, I think the, the border wall thing with like the, the bachelor party, like USA. Yeah. USA, I'm like, this is all a little much like and you know that this stuff was probably filmed like either during the election or maybe just after the election. I mean... It could have been. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, man, this is weird. As I said, it's like dystopian films are not fun to watch when you're in a dystopia. Yeah. Um, No, we're not that in a dystopia. No, no, we're We're on the the precipice of dystopia. Yep. And, like, the Monsanto thing where it's like, ah, they just make corn for corn syrup. And then it turns out at the end, like, you know, Richard E. Grant says, like, Ah, the mutant gene has been suppressed because of all the genetic engineering we've done to the food. You're just like, right? Well, what's this? Why? Why is this? Why is this in my Wolverine movie? Yeah, I, I get it. It's it's. Yeah, I I think it's another thing that maybe wasn't earned. Yeah, you know, I mean this this feels completely out of the blue. I, I I think unearned is is the proper term for this movie <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm really happy with. I really like the little girl who played uh, Laura. Yeah, she was looked re- weirdly like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and <laughs> feral like she played feral very well. Yeah, like, I'm it like, was just, oh, that's a that's a terrifying. She spent kid. the first hour and a half of this movie. The only sound she would make was going <laughs> as she would murder someone. <laughs> Which, if you have a five-year-old daughter, you've, you're familiar with that sound. It's yeah. not quite as terrifying to me, because <laughs> like my daughter does that. When you're she's... like, yeah, I, I, I hear, I hear that seventeen times today before breakfast. Yeah, so <laughs> my daughter's always trying to kill me, and I'm like, get away from me, you <laughs> damn wiener kid. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Eat your cereal. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, so and she was Eat great. Your Monsanto flake. <laughs> she's. She played Feral very well. Um, I think this movie one of the few one of the things I really liked about this movie too is that it didn't suffer from uh, X Men Third X syndrome. Yeah, it almost did a little bit. It was it was it was almost there. Um, I got nervous when they were all just like driving their tanks through the woods. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh no, oh no, here it comes. <laughs> here comes the third act of just mindless nonsense. I mean, like you knew there was going to be. Another fight with X twenty four. Like you knew that was coming, because you don't just have him for oh, that yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. And, and not have him come back. Right. Um. You knew that though the guy with the robot arm was going to buy it. You knew Richard E. Grant was going to buy it. But you were like, oh man, are all the kids going to get together and he's going to be like, use your powers to fight them, and then they're going to be like in the forest, <laughs> like da 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 da. And it's like, oh, this kid's got laser eyes, and this kid's got yeah. ice oh, breath. She got the cold breath. She got the cold breath. No, oh, no. <laughs> this kid shoots snakes out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. A normal drop. mouth is a steamy ninety-eight point six degrees. <laughs> Her mouth. It's a balmy 32 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> much, much cooler. 
Oh, this kid this kid shoots spiders out of his fingers. <laughs> out of his out of his nostrils. Spider nostril. That's what uh, we call him. Why did we make this mutant? Why did we make this one? This is the what worst. did we hope to accomplish? <laughs> I should not have played God. <laughs> I should not have played God. <laughs> like as the kid's like approaching him shooting spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the theater is really uncomfortable. <laughs> it just holds on him for four minutes straight. Just him just breathing spiders. <laughs> what did we do? What have we wrought? <laughs> it's very, very late. I'll cut this out. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, this was probably the uh, one of the most enjoyable father-daughter movies since Paper Moon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> this is the plot to Paper Moon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Quick run. Um, no, and it, it was it was nice. It was it was good. I'm I kind of like a lot of the things. I like that Wolverine was a lot more vulnerable throughout the movie. Like. The, the coughing was a little much. I think it has a lot to do with Jackman's acting ability more than... Or maybe they were like... He just kept coughing. And then he wouldn't cough for a while. And then he would be like, Oh, yeah, I remember to cough. <laughs> and I noticed I didn't think it was very good coughing. You know, like when you really notice when like someone's bad at acting drunk? Oh, yeah. You know, because they're like, they're never very good. They, they just sound like they're just trying really hard and that you don't actually buy that they're drunk. Bad acting, coughing is pretty is kind of obvious. Well, and it was there was other things too. Like his he would he would walk with like a weird limp. Yeah, all the time. He was sort of a waddle, sort of like what my pregnant wife does. Yeah, right now. Yeah, the um he would he would just wander like you know walk out of side like and you're like oh man he he's got such a limp he must yeah. be hurting yeah and it's kind of like well we don't we don't necessarily need that I think. Um, the the over reliance on showing Wolverine like failing health really was a detriment to the movie because for some I don't know I I think you kind of got to show like raise the audience expectations of like maybe he could make it out of this maybe he'll be able to survive and then at the very end pull it out from under you like yeah he no, seemed he's... pretty yeah like throughout I... the entire thing you're like oh man why isn't he dead already <laughs> yeah when he when he finally dies in the final scene you're like finally, finally. <laughs> oh like, my god like he's coughing and right and limping and groaning and grunting throughout this entire movie and you're yeah. just like you're this like, God, a- I wish he would just... I feel bad that he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I pretty much... wish he would just die so he could rest. I mean, and the thing, too, is is that in comparison, like, you have Charles Xavier, who also looks worse than Wolverine, and throughout the entire first act, uh, half of this movie, the two are fighting to see who looks worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have two of them on screen, you're like, Ugh, I don't want to watch any of this. Bring back the spider nose kid. <laughs> I'd rather watch that than these two. Yeah. And they, it's not like they do anything to cover it up. No, they get they put like age spots on him, and it's like, yeah. like, come here, come here, and they just rub his beard so it's all messy all the time. Just yeah. give it. It's, it's like that just looks uncomfortable to have. Right. Ugh. Yeah. It's like, why was he so busy throughout his day that he can't comb his beard? Yeah. Just take a shower. Yeah. It'll take care of most of it. Yeah. And he's carrying Charles around, and you're like, 
oh, this guy probably smells like pee. And he drives a lot, I guess. <laughs> but uh... yeah, and he's uh, it's it's weird. Like I think a lot of this movie could have uh, two hours, probably seventeen minutes of this movie could of driving could have been cut from this movie. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I, I think that there was a lot of missed opportunities in kind of creating the father-daughter bond. You don't get that at all throughout this movie. Not until mm. Charles dies does do they even talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a slow, it's a slow process. I, I appreciate the time that they took. I mean, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say that. I was very surprised that the movie was as long. Like, I didn't, I just didn't look. Sometimes I look and I, it didn't really matter because we were going to see it and then record. So it didn't really matter how long it was. But uh, I don't feel, I don't believe that it, to me, it didn't feel quite that long. Um, and two hours and fifteen. I mean, that's I said that about when we were talking before. Like that's kind Part of standard course, now yeah. with these movies. So I don't think it was excessively long. Um, I thought it felt fine. I like the time that they took. They didn't overstuff this with a lot of nonsense. Um, yeah, a lot of subplots. We were saying I'm surprised characters. that the budget was uh, ninety three million. I mean, I don't know where that money went because. Richard E. Grant. It's not up on the screen. Not really. Richard E. Grant's alcohol. I've seen with Nail and I. He drinks a lot. That's true. Yes. The the <laughs> effects were minimal. Steven Merchant cost twenty million dollars to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he and he and Steven Merchant uh is motion capture <laughs> from Andy Circus. Oh actually. Okay. So yeah, that was uh, extra money there just to get that. Yeah. Um yeah, not too many effects. I mean, the only real effects you get, what are at the end when the kids are doing their powers, and they're yeah. pretty minimal. Cold breath. I mean, that's yeah. kind of out of a gum commercial. You know. You're mutant through the woods. <laughs> you mutant powers, breath. <laughs> Here comes spider nose. Ah! <laughs> Nothing gets to you. Staying for sting cool. <laughs> mutant fresh power breath. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, the, yeah. The budget was incredibly high. I think it's probably because, well, I mean, I, Wolverine could not have had enough. Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman could not have had that high of a, a salary because he's probably got producer credit on it, so he's getting a lot on that end. So I don't know. I don't know where a lot down. of that money went. Patrick Stewart probably costs a bit, but I mean, what? I think he likes playing it. I mean, yeah, yeah I but I mean, could have gotten him for cheap. Five ten <laughs> mil max, maybe. I mean, I don't, so, ten million's a lot too. Yeah, I, I so it's, probably that not. Seems a lot. No, a couple. Yeah, at most probably. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'm. I'm not. A, I don't know where it went, but yeah. I mean, I, it it'll make that back. I'm, I don't think anybody is worried about that. Um, no, no, no. It and looks it, it it looks really good, and I think it'll have good word of mouth too. I don't know necessarily. It's one of those movies like the other movie we're going to be talking about this podcast, John Wick Two. Where a lot of people are going to be talking about how great and artistic this movie is. When it's really not that great and artistic. Um, it's just that bec- it, it took its time. Yeah, it, it actually you know. attempted to be a movie. Right. Um, instead of the nonsense garbage that most of the X-Men movies are. Yeah, um, uh, I'll just say, we were talking about how the movie looks. Um, John Matheson was a cinematographer who's okay. done some of the X-Men movies, but he also did, like, Gladiator, <coughs> uh, which you could see a little bit. That's also a very dusty movie. That's, yeah. Well, uh, but that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, there's art to it, 
But yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's trying to do something different. Um, and I think it, I think it does that. Oh yeah, it definitely, it definitely is different than all the other X-Men movies and all the Wolverine movies. Uh, I, I mean, in terms of quality, this one's approaching like Days of Future Past. And it might even be a little bit better than Days of Future Past. I'm, I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. It's a different animal altogether. Yeah. Um, but it, it's definitely in the, at least in the, in the top percent of all of these X-Men movies. Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. All right, so we're going to talk, we're going to do a little mini review. Kevin and I have both seen John Wick 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Wikipedia has a, <laughs> a new article on it. And we are going to talk just a little bit of our ideas, our, our feelings on John Wick 2. Not a full review, but a just kind of mini review. Because I think most of the people who listen to this podcast will also like to see John Wick 2. Um, you know, of course, this is the sequel to, was it, 2014's John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a surprise hit for Keanu Reeves. A, a very well done action revenge flick in the, in the vein of... Uh, Death Wish or or The Punisher or something like that. Um, Kevin, what what are your thoughts so far on John Wick Two uh, European Gigolo? <laughs> um, so I I like the first John Wick. I I will think I think it's safe to say that I I we may have talked about this on here before. I, I it might be safe to say that I I like it less than most people. Um, I, I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. It's a, lot, a ton of fun to watch. And I, I did actually watch it again right before I saw John Wick 2, which was probably a mistake. Uh, and I'll watch the much better version of the thing before you go see the sequel. Um, I should have waited. But uh, I did. And I so I caught up with it. Um, I, it's still the same problem where I think that John Wick is afraid to trust in the audience. Um it thinks its audience is kind of morons. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them probably are. What is what is that? <laughs> that's that's the uh, my my feeling is is that John John Wick is a movie that I absolutely adore. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, but John Wick is one of those movies that the audience will like to say this is this is art. This is beautiful this is what every movie should be it's like no this is just the really well done action flick right our standards yeah. are, are pretty low and yes. and it and it you know the the guy who made it was a stunt man and a fight choreographer yeah. and so they you know he understands he that understood world, yeah. that part of it um it was the kind of over explainy part where i was like no this is this is super obvious what the motivations are here you don't need to kind of sit here and explain them um keanu reeves is a terrible actor um he, it works pretty well for him here but i've never liked him as an actor um the the best roles that he has are the movies that he understand talk. that yeah and understand his strengths and john wick does that for the most part uh john wick 2 does a couple things I like, which is it does get more into the 
sort of the really cool, weird assassins worlds thing, the weird underground the, stuff. With the hotels and... Yeah. Like, hey, you're the guy from Deadwood. What are you doing in this right. hotel? Right, but then it it's... I don't know. I think it was just... It was just it. It was just more. It was maybe it was maybe too much of a good thing, I guess. Where it just kind of didn't. I don't know. Well, uh, see, and that's the part of that I didn't like. One of the things I really like about the first movie is it's very simple. It's a man who can't deal with his emotions in any way other than killing other people. Mm-hmm. And so the dead dog has nothing to do with him going on the killing spree. The dead dog is just like. Well, I don't know how to deal with my wife's death anymore, so I'm just going to go out and kill all of these people because that's the only thing I know how to do. It's right. just something that snaps within him. So yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's like that's wonderful. And then you cheer yeah. him. You cheer for him because he's yep. he's doing this for the dead dog. I mean, that's yeah. it's simple enough. The second one, it's like. Why is he going to Europe? What's going on? What, why Why do we care about this? Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to kill my sister. You have to kill my sister, and then yeah. I will kill you because you killed my sister. And you're like, this is needlessly complicated. This is Ocean's 12 all over again. <laughs> well, and it just... This it is gets Muppets into weird, Most Wanted all over again. It gets into weird stuff where all of a sudden you're like... What like I he had his like his guns and then there's the whole like he could kill the guys with the pencil then of course he has to do that yeah in this movie with to see the pencil thing it's really cool it is but it also kind of well there went that running gag it's like, true okay that's over you killed that um and then he gets he walks into like he's like James Bond all of a sudden where they're like. And then this oh, yeah. gun, and then this is a thing that turns into a jet, uh, you that know, was, or whatever. That was that was a little fun. I kind of liked the approach to it. Like, I would like to see the sommelier, and he's like, and it's like, oh, it's the yeah, tick. or it was the three different things. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. And you're like, oh, this is this is fun, Pete, <laughs> Pete. Uh, um, yeah, it's like like that's that's kind of fun. Like you enjoy like that kind of like the the montage, the suiting up montage of you know you pick out your weapons and you see him putting all of his weapons in different places in the tunnels. And the, oh, I'm shooting up. Oh, it's coming. Oh, I got to shoot coming. <laughs> right. Um, and then just like really dumb leaps in logic where it's like he's a ninja who can get into this highly secured building and then he kills the sister well he doesn't she kills herself and then he shoots her in the head i guess to, to be just, fair to be to do it yeah and then he leaves by just walking out and getting seen by like the one guy that he definitely shouldn't have been seen by yeah uh i you could argue maybe he wanted to be seen i i don't know i don't think there's um, any evidence of that yeah i think that was just bad writing and yeah it, there's 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 other things that kind of bother me like the euro trash villain was you know retread from the previous one mm-hmm. where you know you had Alfie allen playing the kind of eastern european euro trash now you get you know southern european uh <laughs> euro trash which is fine in and of itself but then you have this ridiculous end fight sequence in a modern art installation where you're like, this isn't real. Why does this even exist as a place? Yeah. Like, why isn't this in a carnival with a hall of mirrors? At least I can understand. I've seen that. That's a real world thing to me. This crazy art installation, I'm like, this is dumb. It's a European thing. Yeah, I guess. At least Ruby Rose is <laughs> is, is hot, I guess. Sure. Is playing a deaf person. She always, uh, you know, 
She's always fun to watch. Yeah, she could. She took a job away from an actual deaf person. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Marley Matlin. Won, I was about to say Marley won. Matlin could have been shooting people up yeah. in this movie. She won an Academy Award for Children of a Lesser God doing the same thing Ruby Rose is doing. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if Ruby Rose is actually signing. <laughs> you know, she could be doing anything with her hands. We don't yeah, know. I wouldn't know. We go with my deaf person. And they'd be like, "Hey, that's not that's, <laughs> none of that is words. <laughs> none of that's real." <laughs> I'll be like, "What?" <laughs> They're waving their hands in front of me. I'm like, I don't speak ASL. Did they forget to add in the the, the, they, the yeah. special effects with the cold hands coming out? Or with the cold hands. That's all they're doing is waving their anyway. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I thought it was fine. I just, it was exactly what I was afraid that it was going to be, which it was just going to take, like, the, it was going to take some of the things that I liked about John Wick, and it was going to overdo them, and then it was going to do all <laughs> the things that I didn't like about John Wick. Uh, it was going to do those a lot more. Um, we did get our Morpheus uh, Neo reunion, though. Yeah, that was nice. And what's going on with Lawrence Fishburne? That man, he's... He handed up, and that was a little fun to watch. I didn't really understand the character, but he's, I can the never... king, like, he's like the king of the panhandlers. Yeah, I can never understand like Lawrence Fishburne. He always just looks like he's getting unhealthier. Like, he's just like, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you don't look good, Lawrence. You don't look good, Larry. Larry, you need to take better care of yourself. <laughs> um... Yeah, but yeah, he's king of the pigeon people. Yeah, um, I don't know. But that's the thing is like the mythology was too confusing, and the violence wasn't as um, driven. I guess is a good word for it as as the first movie. Like you never really get the impetus for John Wick's violence. No, and that that's a problem. Like you really need in a movie like that, you need to have the reason why he's getting as angry and as violent as he does. And you need to understand that, and you need to get the visceral release um, that he does. Because mm-hmm. if you don't get that, you're kind of just like, oh, it's an action movie. Yeah. Okay. So, like, at the end, when he's, like, running from for his life from all these assassins, you're getting, in, you're getting invested in it because you're like, ooh, I hope he survives this guy. I hope he survives the weird sumo guy or the girl yeah. with the violin or something like that. At the first half of the movie, you're just like... Oh, he's going to kill an aristocrat. Also, there are what? Like, I don't know. Eight million people in the city of New York. And these are their stories. Six million of them are assassins. (laughs) Weird. Every single person. That was super weird. And did you like how this ended basically like The Dark Knight? Yes. Where it's just like, and then he's running off and it's like, nope, he's the, he can't be the John Wick that we need. (laughs) But he's the John Wick we deserve. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much. So that means we're going to have to have a really, really long, convoluted John Wick Chapter 3. With pirate ships. Pirate ships fighting each other on a whirlwind, <laughs> in a whirlpool. Yay! John Wick. John oh. Wick versus the pirate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, oh, so like you know that they're doing John Wick 3. And so you're like, oh, okay, so they had to make two super convoluted so that they could have a three. So they wrote two and three together. Wonderful. So they wasted the opportunity to have John Wick 2 as a standalone movie so that they could make a John Wick 2-3 yeah. and not have it as good. That's the new thing. Yeah. That's all you do. And it was more, actually, if not necessarily like Pirates or anything like that or Dark Knight. To me, it felt more like Matrix Part 2. Like, mm-hmm. if I had to make a comparison to this, anything, it was like, this is Matrix Part 2, and we're going to get Part 3, and you're going to have the guy who's like, Holes of Zion! Dance! <laughs> and you're going to have the guy in the big robo-suit, like John Wick versus robo-suit guy, like, 
shooting everything as drones are coming in. Oh, it's a mess. I I can't wait. Overall, I, I enjoyed it though. I'm just it's fine. Yeah. So, Logan. Logan! <laughs> Come back, Logan! <laughs> um, what, what, how are you going to grade Logan? I'm interested to see, to see how, how, how you're going to grade this. I mean, yeah. It, 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 obviously, it's kind of a, a, a gut reaction. I, I, I tell you what. Um, normally, I, I've, I've been given a lot of Bs. I've been given a lot of Bs and B pluses because uh, these movies are all, at their best, they tend to be, uh, in the grand scheme of things, I tend to, you know, about Bs, B plus. I'm, like, I'm never given these really, really high grades unless they're like, you know, movies that I kind of grew up with and I, you know, I've had time to kind of overinflate them. Um, so maybe this is, uh, a reaction to some of the other movies that we've watched that I've liked, but are never really more than a B or a B plus, but, uh, I'll give it an A minus. Ooh. It tried. Very? It tried and it didn't, I appreciate so much that this movie took its time. It didn't, in my mind, overdo it. Maybe overdid a couple of things. We talked about some of the performances and some of the the choices, but um, it's the simple fact that it didn't blow it in the third act. Yeah, with crazy robots or something stupid that didn't that <laughs> came out of nowhere. Everything was set up. Wait, so what you're saying is this is a crazy clone of Wolverine didn't come out of nowhere. Nah, well, <laughs> you yeah, an hour into the, the only movie. thing that could kill a Wolverine is another Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. The simple fact that it was also Wolverine, as crazy as that was, uh, I don't know. I I let it. Go. I, it's fine. It's yeah. a comic book movie. I'll let that go. I'm I'm impressed that you're giving it an A minus. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm giving it. I'm gonna give it a D because uh, no, no, I I, w- I would not go that low. This movie is far better than a D. Um, I'm gonna give it. I probably uh, I'll g- I was gonna give it a B minus, but you kind of convinced me. I'm gonna pull it back up to about a B. All right. Um, I don't normally go B. I usually I'll go higher. I'll go low. I'm I'm very yeah. much like that type of guy. Um, I think a lot of the performances are very. I, the, Patrick Stewart's performance is excellent, and it's almost Academy Award nomination level not a winner but yeah best supporting actor it could definitely get that huh um but i think that a lot of the a lot of the great stuff about this movie is unearned uh, i think that if this movie had been a natural continuation of the series of wolverine or x-men movies it may have had a bigger impact with me but because it's like where where is all this coming from? You know, like I watched the last Wolverine movie. He fought a samurai. <laughs> See, I mean, I think 
the, the reason that it, that that's okay with me is because there aren't any other X-Men in it. It's really like, those are the two characters that people actually liked out of these movies anyway. And if you're going to make a movie... You're saying people didn't like Anna Paquin's Rogue? I liked Anna Paquin's Rogue, but I wouldn't watch a whole movie of it. Anna Paquin, stop being so sad. Your life's not that sad. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was fine, uh, but I wouldn't watch a whole movie of it, especially not a sad movie. No, um, I'm. I I think if you're going to, I think if anyone else had like shown up to be like, "Hey guys, like what <laughs> you guys like, doing?" They're like Cyclops. <laughs> hey, hey, he's old too. <laughs> like my vision's going. I can't. It doesn't work as well. It's like it's like, like the eye beam, and it's just like oh, it's just it's kind of warm. It's on his hand. Like, he takes the yeah. It's it's like the eye beam is going, but it's like a milky white. <laughs> right. The 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 shades that he uses are also bifocals. <laughs> They're just the big black glasses that old grandmas wear. Oh, we didn't tell you. <laughs> It's <laughs> yes, a drive. We didn't talk about the fact that he puts on reading glasses. Oh, yeah. That's like a fun little, like, yeah, obviously he's not as super-powered anymore. Yeah. Things are going. Yeah. He's got to he's gotta look. He like, farts occasionally when he stands up. <laughs> oh, you know that when that, that when the when the young Wolverine clone hit him, he peed a little. <laughs> I was going to say, you like, know that's, that. why, that's why he doesn't laugh in this movie, because if he laughed, he'd pee a little. <laughs> like, that's part of the problem. No, um, I'm, um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with this with a with a B. I I was gonna go B minus a little bit just because I think that, um, the the plot is very paper thin and it is a road trip, a little Miss Sunshine, Rain Man kind of like we're trying to reconnect as a family with like our crazy old uncle grandpa in the back, yeah, who can't walk. It'd be funny if uh, Patrick Stewart occasionally said like racist things, yeah. Like, you know, like, like, oh, his mind is going. He doesn't know what he's saying anymore. Since this is Patrick Stewart's last run as Professor X, I'd like to put in for Alan Alda to play uh, Professor X for the next one. <laughs> if we could do that, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Idea for a farce. <laughs> or, uh, no, not Alan Alda, Alan Arkin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Y- yes. <laughs> That makes much more sense. Or how about uh, Larry David? Larry David. <laughs> what is? What are all of you wearing? <laughs> these these are our X Men costumes. We all have to wear X Men costumes. X Men costumes. I named you after me. <laughs> no, it would be. Uh, <laughs> it would be him getting stabbed in the heart. And then he's looking up, and he's looking at Wolverine, the X-24 Wolverine, and then he sees the actual Wolverine, <laughs> right. and then he, like, puts his hands up, and he's, like, looking back and forth, <laughs> like, what? How was I supposed to know? Jeff Garland is driving the truck. He's like, where are we going? Jeff Garland is Wolverine. Yeah. So, the movie is much better than I thought it would be. Um, I think it takes itself a bit too seriously. No, yeah. Um, and once again, dystopia is not fun when you live in a dystopia. I'm going to keep saying that over and over again because it's my new motto for the next four years. Get that on a t-shirt. Yep. All right, so go to planetarbitrary.com for your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at planet arbitrary. You can follow Kevin at... At White says Like our Facebook page, backslash comic book logic. The best way you can help out the podcast is like, comment, subscribe on iTunes. 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, you can listen to our sister podcast. Yeah. You, you're also dying of the Wolverine I heard disease. the news today. Got that Wolverine disease. <laughs> By the way, the end of the movie, guys, with uh, the man comes to town. Or man comes around. I think it's man comes around. Yeah, that sounds right. Also off cash for um, Kevin will play it at some point in this podcast. Probably. Uh, you can listen to our sister podcast. You can listen to Game Classic Podcast, which comes up opposite weeks of this one where we talk about tabletop games. Um, you could also listen to Play On Podcast, which is all about the video games and the Nintendo Switch and that sort of thing. And uh, oh, and also Weeb Town. I know a new episode is going to be coming out of that one soon. Um, so, Kevin, um, I know we don't have anything planned right away, but I know <laughs> I, I'm so uh, I'm my my wife is going to I've mentioned my pregnant yeah. wife uh, a few times. And uh, yeah, that's that's going to be wrapping up soon. So probably with filming, yeah, uh, yeah, we're in post production right now. We, um, yeah, we're. I, I have a feeling Babies that cost ninety four million dollars. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they're not going to make that money back. Um, yeah, so I have a feeling I will probably not. I don't know. Maybe you, uh, maybe you want to get a, a guest host, and you guys want to sit down and do a guest episode of something, maybe, or maybe when Iron Fist comes out, because I think that's gonna be march 17th oh i thought that came out in may it comes no, out in march march yeah oh, March okay. 17th. Yeah. all right well i guess i'll be yeah. watching that yeah getting that done so yeah so kevin we'll, says we'll this, put a pin in this but i do know that he will be calling me in two weeks saying joe i gotta get out of this goddamn <laughs> house i gotta get out of this goddamn house no it's just i see if if he was like being like if he had just been born and then in two weeks i'll be like yeah no i think he's going to be born in two weeks yeah so much, i think yeah. that's the problem is it's like yeah. gonna be that weekend uh yeah yeah it's gonna be like kevin go it's like and that's what i was gonna say it's gonna be kevin go joe you gotta be at this guy yeah no actually kevin's gonna be a first time dad so he's gonna be like i can't leave because if i leave my kid's gonna die oh yeah and then there's me who's like who drops my kid and just goes that'll be fine <laughs> be fine just fine you're not allowed <laughs> to dribble them like a basketball <laughs> dribble, that's dribble, on the dribble, list. Dribble, dribble. Also, uh, one thing that we forgot to mention in this podcast is uh, the little Deadpool teaser. Oh, yeah. So Deadpool. I, yeah. Deadpool teaser. So we get more shenanigans from Deadpool. I'm sure it'll probably be online. It already is online. I already uh, saw it. Oh, okay. It's yeah. already, oh, did you? You had already seen it? I had it? already seen it. Oh, yeah. see. I don't... Uh, I can wait. That's the thing. It's you, you impatient nerds. Whatever. You can't it's enjoy Deadpool. anything. It's a Deadpool teaser. It's not I know. like yeah. yeah, not a movie I loved, but uh, I enjoy. I it was funny. Obviously, yeah. you knew where it was going, yeah. but it was funny. Yeah, self-deprecating humor, humor, humor. Yeah. Comic, what, logic, 